a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of A Village in Crisis with Lee Phillips and Neil McDermott, the Holmes and Watson of crisis solving. Um, are you happy with that comparison, Lee? Would, uh, would you be yeah. Holmes or would you be Holmes or Watson? Do you think? I'd probably be uh, Holmes, right? He's the the weirder of the two. And he wears shit hats. <laughs> There's a reference to me once wearing. Not once, but in your presence, having a Panama hat. Yeah. Um, he's pretty arrogant, I'd imagine, Holmes, as well. Yeah, yeah. But you could definitely fall into that category as well. No, no. I'd be Watson, because I'm doing all the grunt work in the background while you swan around like you're the big deal. He doesn't do the grunt work in the background. He just goes around, like, tidying up after <laughs> following in his shadow, in, in Holmes' shadow. <laughs> And that would definitely be a role you're familiar with. <laughs> Can you think of any other uh, crime fighting duos that we that we might be? The first one that springs to mind is Batman and Robin. Right. And you're definitely Robin. <laughs> a Robin that's sort of falling out of a tree, kind of. Can I be like the proper red-tighted Robin? You know, yeah, yeah. The thinking, Adam West. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thinking um, Only Falls and Horses. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see you in that Batman outfit, mind you. Yeah, I'd buy one of those um, boxer shorts, you know, the ones that have the cup in them. Oh, yeah. Have you well, seen no, those? I don't, actually. I've said, oh, yeah, I don't. What, what boxer shorts have the cup in them? They, they've, uh, there's a company, or there are probably several companies, but they've come out with boxer shorts that yeah. has like a built-in cup, like a bulge. Oh, right. So like a wonder bra for cock and bollocks. For men. Yeah. But they've kind of marketed the whole the whole uh, product as being a sort of comfort thing. It, it it sort of protects the front and keeps it all in the right area. Right. Where for me, it's clearly a case of. I want to wear these shite, these tight shorts. Yeah. And I'm I want people my... to think. <laughs> I want the, people to it... think. Has it got the shape of the outline of a knob, like with a helmet? Or no, that's more, more of a sort of gimmicky, a gimmicky yeah. version. Well, it's definitely a gimmicky version. This <laughs> this one is, I mean, they cost like 25 quid each, and it's not a one-off thing. You buy them like three packs. They, they're proper marketed as, like when you know, when you like playing football, say like in the winter as well, and you get like yeah. a proper sports cock on. Yeah, sports cock, yeah. And it just sort of, it doesn't hang. It just sort of points out and it's way too high up the short line. Yeah. Everyone knows you've got a sports cock. Everyone knows you've got a sports cock. Um, I think it's to address that issue. Okay. Are you Googling How many pairs it, you have you got? No, I'm not Googling it. I'm just wondering how many <laughs> pairs you've got. You already put an order in. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any. No. You can get yourself not, some. That's not to say that I don't think that I could benefit from it. I might buy a pair. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have some aspiration. Uh, um, I'm not sure how we got onto that compared to. <coughs> well, when Batman, it. Robin, tights, bulging yeah. pants. How about Mulder yeah. and Scully? Which who was who? Uh, Mulder was uh, the the bloke. Was, uh, yeah, David Duchovny. Yeah. And Scully was... Gillian Anderson. Yeah. She was hot. She was. Have you Especially watched... when she did that FHM cover. Yeah. Yeah. Great times for FHM, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you watched Sex Education? Yeah. That's a real accent now. Yeah. So she's... She now speaks with an English accent. Has she, has she lived over here for years or something? Do you, do you know? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I spoke to her. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should get her on the pod. Yeah. I'll put her on the list with uh, Danny Minogue. 
Danny Miller, that was it. That was who you were going to get on. Did she ever she's come back to you? She's been waiting for an answer. She, she's always like this. She takes Is time she? to get back to you. You, uh, have to. you have to mail her and message her like a few hundred times. Yeah. And then you hear yeah. from a solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cease and desist. Uh, we've had a couple of listener interactions since we recorded the, uh, the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. One person got in touch to say, that following your advice seems like it'd be a one-way ticket to a court case. Um, I'm not which quite sure. What? Well, I don't know. I'm not quite sure which bit of advice he's referring to, but I'd imagine he's probably right. The vigilante stuff, I guess. Yeah, the vi- yeah, the vigilante stuff. Mm. But you're not intending to get caught, are you, in that vigilante? No, of course not. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not a one-way ticket at all. I'd say I'd describe it more as an open return. It's totally up to you how it goes. <laughs> um, and another listener who sent us the story about someone taking a shit on the floor of the church in Australia. Um, yeah. He got in touch. He said their local paper might be in contact with us about it. Oh, yeah. We've been there, done that yeah, road we've, before. We've got a good track record with journalists, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Say la vie, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. If it doesn't, well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. No, I'm not chasing that bad boy up. I've, I've flown too close to the sun. All I'll, say, <laughs> um, all I'll say is who'd have thought that a journalist would be dishonest? Yeah. Say something that they had no intention of following through on or meaning. Yeah, it's it's flabbergasting. I am blown away by it. A dishonest um, journalist. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. We're um we're not going with a thread from elsewhere this week though, uh, because no. I promised you a firework special, hadn't I? An extravaganza. I was just about to use that word. Extravaganza <laughs> is a fantastic word to associate with firework displays. Do you think it's used? In any other, in any other term, a circus, a circus extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or like the ringmaster might describe boxing. it as an extravaganza. Yeah, anywhere that someone's wearing a a bow tie. Yeah. You could well, pull out extravaganza, but I do like I, the word. I'm watching this um, this program called No Activity at the moment. It's an Australian comedy. Um, and there was a bloke that is based around these two coppers that are sitting in their car doing stakeouts. And they were having a conversation the other day. And one of them turned to the other and said, if I say to you, full blown, what do you think? <laughs> and right, he thought, well, what do you think? Full blown. Stiffy. <laughs> no, no. His response was full blown AIDS. um and he said when when would you ever describe something as full-blown other than AIDS I just did erection I've got a full-blown erection you got a (laughs) full-blown erection is that that how you um is that like with a little nod and a wink to the missus I when it's like that when it's full-blown it's like angry it's like you could cut glass I often you know, being being forty three, yeah. I then I turn I turn to her and say, like like with my hands down like that, and I go, You don't wanna you don't wanna miss this. <laughs> they don't come around very often. Right. What are you doing about it? Okay. I wish I hadn't gone down that route now. Why? Uh jealous. Just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, it doesn't happen very often. Um, firstly, then, the infiltrator is back. Fiona found something of Rusty Trombone and One Night Stand fame. Uh-huh. Um, is back on the scene. Getting desperate. And I'm, there's been another post from her this morning, which I'll read to you after this one as well. But So this one was looking forward to many oohs and ahs tonight, possibly some big bangs. And then she's named someone and said... Are you still planning on chucking a banger tonight? Just watch your fingers if you do. <laughs> I love it. I think 
the fact that she's not doing it for our benefit, do you think? I don't know. I, I, I think she's getting desperate. I think she got really good, um, good feedback. Didn't she? Right. I wonder if she uh, was the rusty trombone the first one. Yeah. So and I wonder she... if the rusty trombone was an innocent mistake. She's been called up on it yeah. and she thinks it's, it, there's hilarity to be had. She's found her calling. And cool, now it? she's playing, uh, playing the game for herself. Yeah, unless she Which was... I admire because I like the fact that she could be just sat there giggling away to herself on her own. <laughs> well, well, that one got no responses. And then the one this morning is urgent. I have a couple of large cracks that need filling. ASAP, please. Any recommendations? Oh, God. Two people have come on and um, recommended plastering companies. <laughs> you need to know her form before you go commenting on shit like that. Oh, brilliant. I mean, and then nothing, no dirt, no smut. No, it's only an hour old. Maybe her colluders. Is that Keep a word? an eye on it because in, in, we've got another, what, 20 odd minutes to go on this. Yeah. Maybe somebody comes in and it says, I'll fill your crack for you, love. Yeah. Talking just quickly. I'll fill I'll one of them, but I'm not sure I can do both. <laughs> <laughs> not at the same time, anyway. <laughs> Well, maybe, yeah, you could. Definitely could. Don't know why I said that for. I don't know why you're still talking. What were you about to say after that? I was going to just put a shout out to yeah. our listeners, our intrepid listeners. Um, I need a work van, just a small one, not like a massive uh, transit right. or a sprinter. I need a small work van. I'd like some advice. I'd like some feedback. The plastering company comment just inspired me to ask. Yeah. So what I you mean, need, just like a little small. Like a uh, Volkswagen Caddy or a, uh, I think they're called Ford Transit Custom or a Peugeot Kango or whatever they're called. Like those How about like one of those little Renault vans that drive around in France and drop your baguettes off with? Uh, you know, yeah. Just the little ones. Well, I just need something that I can load up. I need a sliding door feature as well. Okay, and you want recommendation? A recommendation on what's the best and how? What do you what do you use it for or have used it for that could be relevant? To do you head? own a Mediterranean delicatessen and have to shift your produce around to markets and fairs? If so, I mean, that's very niche <laughs> in your appeal to the public at large now. I mean, I think we understand that there are other businesses out there similar. You know, I'm not a builder. I don't need to be able to install like a, a rack on the side with shelves and drawers for tools. Yeah, yeah you just need to do, want to stuff it full of pistachio paste and olive oil <laughs> and get it to the market. Paste sounds so nasty. And cannelloni. Yeah. And anyway, here's this week's thread. Um, and and I, a bit of an apology to you and the listeners, but this thread got deleted, uh, which I thought would happen. Um, so I've, when I saw it, I was frantically screenshotting the responses. Um, but I didn't bloody screenshot the original post itself, but I can paraphrase it from memory. Um, and the reason I thought it was going to be deleted is because this post is from a shit stirrer on the group who has laid dormant for, I don't know, six months or so. You know, I thought that I thought maybe they'd moved or passed away or <laughs> something like that. Um, hmm. But she'd clearly been stirred into action by the fireworks. Um, so we're going to call her Danny Doolally. Um, and her initial complaint was along the lines that there was a big fireworks show in the village and it was on Friday the 3rd of November rather than the 5th. They were too loud and only lasted five minutes. So she's upset about the fact that it's loud but it hasn't gone on long enough. Yeah, So and also upset that they took place on Friday the 3rd of November 
rather than Sunday the 5th. Um, I'm fully with her on that. Well, we've spoken about this before. You you are the one day only, aren't you? I'm the one day only, and I'm I'm the do it on the correct day as well. Yeah. See, I'm not I'm not down with that with things like this. It has to fit around people's schedules. There's no public holiday after this, so you can't just say we'll do it on the fifth because then we get a day off afterwards. No, no one's asking you to have a day off. No one's. I mean, it's a fireworks show. If it's a Monday night, you can gather the kids up and you can say, right, we've got an hour here. We're going to go and do the fireworks show. What's the problem? Should we go through the thread? Yeah. Glenda, good question comes in straight away. Does it really matter? Double question mark. <laughs> Clearly it matters to you, doesn't it? Yeah. Danny Doolally responds. Well, Glenda, yeah, it's not the fifth. We have just had Halloween. Enough is never enough. I'm with her, totally, 100%. I mean, if you celebrate Halloween on the 31st and then fireworks, Guy Fawkes, on the 5th, you've got five days in between. But if, say, Halloween falls on, like, the Friday, Halloween falls, the 31st is on a Wednesday, but you want to celebrate on the Friday. Oh, and then for Guy Fawkes is what? Like on the Saturday after? No. Doesn't well, make that sense. That, well, no, that doesn't make sense. No, well, you'd have to try and fit it in there somewhere, wouldn't you? Because by your account, you want it on the weekend. Yeah, but you're just putting, you were saying that if Halloween fell on the Wednesday. Yeah. And then you wanted to do your fireworks on the Friday. No, yeah, but. That'd because be the second, and then Guy the Fawkes fell the following. Set, by the standard we've set, Halloween is going to be trick or treating on the Friday or the Saturday, right? No, Halloween After is always on Halloween. Oh, so people never go out. No. Okay, right. Well, that's fair enough. So why is Halloween always Halloween? Because there's here no... in Sweden they do it on the weekend before. I made well, that mistake. I went out on the thirty first, and everyone looked at me like I had two heads without a costume on well i'll tell you why halloween is always on the 31st mm. because there's no associated prep or clear up with halloween you're saying that halloween on a monday isn't a problem no there's no halloween parties if you want a halloween party you can do those over the weekend but don't go knocking on people's doors on the 29th no, but fireworks, it has to be done on the weekend. If you're having a big gathering, I reckon so, yeah. Why? What happens on the 5th then when we're actually celebrating this occasion? Well, there'll always be people the... that will let off some fireworks. Yeah, because that's the actual day it should be done. Glenda, good question, responds to Danny Doolally. It was the primary school fireworks display which has been advertised for ages. People do celebrate things on different days sometimes. Maybe mix it up a little and have some fun. I know someone who wants to have their Christmas dinner in July, as that's the only time they could get their family together. Also, for as long as I've been alive, there has always been fireworks before and after the date of 5th of November. Right. Firstly, I'm calling bullshit on that story about Christmas in July. Right. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> on christmas they did nothing is that what they're saying yeah they didn't celebrate christmas they were like, no 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 we're gonna wait of course you can have like an extra gathering and and have like turkey and stuff thing i get that yeah. bit like oh we're having our christmas now yeah i've done that myself because we've got family here in sweden and in england but to yeah. say you celebrate it in july is absolute bollocks what, did all the prezzies and did fuck all Christmas Day. Imagine explaining that to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Imagine just choosing a random like Thursday, just going, nah, nah, we're all off. And I, yeah. oh, I'm so excited for Christmas. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to wait half a year. But good news <laughs> is, unless the family can't get together again, you only have to wait half a year for the yeah. next lot. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah. What a liar. Um. 
Emma enjoyed it comes in. I really enjoyed them. Um, to which Danny Doolally responds, they sounded nice. Hold on. Fireworks don't sound nice, do they? Well, Danny Doolally's original complaint that they were too loud. Fireworks. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks without the uh, visuals. I'd, I'd describe them as scary. Yeah. I mean... I'll tell you what, though. You've, warlike. You've been living in Sweden too long, though. When when we went to New York yeah. and there there was us and your your Swede friends that have always lived in Stockholm. Yeah. Their aversion to loud noise was insane. Like if we were walking down the street and there was people like drilling and stuff. Yeah. All the Swedes would like put their fingers in their ears and like rush past it as as if they'd never heard like a loud city noise before which is strange bearing in mind they'd grown up in a city but that that I, mean, I know exactly the moment you're talking of and it was loud why wouldn't you cover your ears if you ate something distasteful would you carry on eating it or would you spit it out i don't think there's i don't think that's a, a well it's not a a fair comparison. i'm comparing two two of our senses two of the human beings senses taste yeah. and hearing and you're saying that's not a fair comparison okay that's interesting okay if if it was well actually depends how unpleasant it was See, in this, in this, occasion, in this occasion i don't think it was unpleasant enough to spit out in fact, if I'd spat it out, I think I would have looked like a bit of a mentalist because I started walking quick as well. I don't think that's just pure bravado speaking, like covering your ears when you hear a loud noise. There is absolutely zero reason not to do it. Walking down and the I street, you think I couldn't think of a situation where a loud noise would the situation any situation would stop me from covering my ears if i found it too loud for my hearing if i was stood there shaking hands with the queen and a big bang went off or someone started drilling i would put my ear my fingers in my ears and so, say like sorry mom start rocking backwards and forward yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> mom sorry to... i'd put my hands over her ears that's yeah. what i would do and I'd say... take one for the team because it was the queen and say, I'm so sorry to hear that he died about a year ago. Well, obviously, I'm, I wouldn't do it with the king. <laughs> no, your hands aren't big enough. <laughs> uh, Carol can't be fucked to read the comments came in. Was it the school one? Fucking hell, Carol. That's been explained early on in this thread. Um, and Danny Doolally says, no idea. Didn't last long. So... Mm-hmm. Again, Danny Doolally has complained about the fireworks, is now complaining that they didn't last long, to which Sue Stopwatch responds. Hi, Danny. They lasted a good 20 minutes, I think, but started a little late. And Danny Doolally says, oh, right. Well, I became aware of them at some point. Seemed to be a few minutes. Maybe my music was drowning them out. Lol. Oh, my God. I have a hard time picturing Danny Doolally with a stereo system that would be capable of drowning out fireworks. Yeah, blasting out these uh, two the massive subwoofers and a and a you know base in the corner. No, an an organised firework display. You've got some big fireworks in there. We uh, a couple of years ago on New Year's Eve. We were at a country house with a couple of other families and we all chipped in and bought like a massive box of fireworks that you set fire to back off and then it's why why are you letting them off on new year's eve because that's when you let fireworks off no you don't let fireworks off on firework no <laughs> you have fire no you have fireworks on guy forks okay it's not fireworks night okay. you're now you're now buying into this whole marketing ploy Okay, on Guy Fawkes. You're the uh, you're the one letting them off on New Year's Eve. Yeah, because 
it's a celebration. Oh, okay. So if it's my birthday on the third of November, can I let him off then? Yeah, absolutely. If that's what you if you said, <laughs> come to my party on the third of November. I'm gonna have fireworks. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, just like you don't have I'm to just have cake. Devil's advocate. You can have jelly. I'm, I'm totally into fireworks at any time of the year. Anyway, let me say. Yeah. We and one of the families, uh, the mum and dad, were with us in New York. So right. we already know that they don't like loud noises. Yeah, correct. But we went down to the edge of the lake, at the bottom of the garden. We lit the fireworks and we didn't back off far enough. Okay. I'd say we backed off about 30, 40 metres. That's a fucking long way to back off. I'm telling you, it weren't far enough. They started going off. Hands were raised to ears. And, and there was running. We... <laughs> If you could have filmed it, right, out in the Swedish archipelago, middle of winter, cold, uh, dark, proper dark, like only the stars to light your way. And then I'd say 20 of us with hands over ears running, manic, like headless chickens. This doesn't surprise me in the least. (laughs) This doesn't surprise me in the least. You shouldn't do for See, you shouldn't do fireworks. If you don't like the jeopardy of being in a small back garden with fireworks, absolutely. It wasn't a small wham- back garden. It was exactly. A massive, exactly. Yeah. If you're doing this in a field and you're running around scared, you're Mate, no, this, you're no this fireworks. This box that we got was, yeah. it cost us about 150 quid. It was like Which, a small. Huh? That's fuck all in firework terms. <laughs> that is absolutely fuck all in firework terms. You're talking about massive organised events. No, no, I'm, talking I'm about saying just the family if, chipping in to get a. If you buy a decent rocket, you know one of those fat ones that's really going to give it yeah. some oomph. You're looking about forty quid for one of those. Yeah, and then so you if you're what, spending one massive smack out of it. Yeah. Yeah, this one wasn't like that. No, so your 150 quid box. Yeah. It's got some like fairly large fireworks in, but nothing earth-shatteringly loud to make you run around your little Swedish archipelago shitting yourself with your fingers in your ears. You know, I would love to have seen it. <laughs> it was the size. I mean, we must have got a good deal. Maybe fireworks don't cost as much as over here as they do in... Maybe. Go on, then. There's How no demand because nobody likes the loud noises. <laughs> it was the size of a treasure trove. Like a proper old school, two people yeah. need to carry it. It was a it was a cask <laughs> of fireworks, is what it was. What you need over there are those shit drone ones that look good but don't have the noise. No, you need the noises. You like the noises now. I when never did you said get I didn't what... like them. You... Mm, I think you did. You can't. It's all subjective anyway, isn't it? Because a loud noise is painful or irritating for one person yeah compared to another depending on how close you are to the noise and also the sensitivity that you feel for the said noise yeah so you could stand right next to it because you're i mean you're also you're a little bit like like that about these sort of things yeah like you're a bit sort of dead inside to that sensitivity that's how <laughs> i see you a bit like, like what they should do is like dress them up as wasps, then I'll be fucking jumping and running around. <laughs> I don't think I ever got to tell my wasp story, did I? But uh, what wasp story? About where I took down the nest. Didn't you tell us that? Well, I totally lose track. You started. Oh yeah, you did. You dressed yourself up and went into your thing and. Yeah, but I don't think I told the listeners. Uh. But we'll save that for another day. Oh, I tell you what, you. No wonder the listeners keep coming back. <laughs> uh, Frank Flabbergasted comes in. Wow! Double exclamation mark. Does it matter? Exclamation mark. Question mark. Every year, people let fireworks off before, on, and after the fifth. To which Danny Doolally responds, "Just a shame. Everything has to be done before, before it the true date. I bet kids today don't even know why we have fireworks." Perhaps they'll bring Christmas forward so everyone can have it early. The meaning of it is all going. And then with a sad face. It's true. Mm. Totally true. Also, I I don't understand why you're not allowed to do Penny for the guy. 
and I don't understand why you're not allowed to put a, a Guy Fawkes stuffed Guy Fawkes on top of the bonfire that you set fire to. Who said you're not allowed to? Penny for the guy. Yeah. When do you, when was the last time you saw someone doing penny for the guy? Well, it might be a tradition that's waned, but it doesn't mean you're not allowed begging. to. It's not begging. Give me money. What are you going to do with that money? Give it to charity. Bollocks. Then you say, hey, penny for guy's hospital. What, why do you think? Did you read it in the fucking mail or express or something? That no, you're not allowed. You to can't do, do this anymore. You're not allowed. You let your kids go out and do penny for the guy. Yeah. You'd let your kids go out begging like street urchins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Had why didn't? They, why didn't they then? Because it's a. It, like I said, I think it's a tradition that has has waned and has passed. There are other traditions that we don't do anymore. Exactly. Yeah, for reasons that aren't socially acceptable anymore. Okay. Such as penny for the guy. Why is penny for the guy not socially acceptable? Because it's begging. It's not begging. Socially acceptable, especially when you don't need the money. Not when when you don't need the money. (laughs) You make me sound like Suella Braverman now. It's a lifestyle choice. Um, Glenda, good question comes in. I'm sure they know the meaning of the gun. Po- the meaning of the gunpowder plot was to kill the king, but I'm sure they're more interested in the pretty lights, loud bangs, and hot dogs. To which Danny D. Lally says, "Yeah, I'm sure you're right. Having and getting is so important." Um, to which Glenda, good question responds, "You are a weird lady." <laughs> What an absolute put down. Um, to which Danny Dulali responds, ah, thank you for being rude and puts a smiley face on there. That's a shame she couldn't come back with anything better. Yeah. But that is brilliant. You are a weird lady. She's hit the nail on the head there. That is <laughs> yeah. absolutely correct. 100%. But bear she in mind. You, I mean, I agree with a lot of what she's saying. Yeah, you've sided with, with Danny Dulali throughout. I'm just a, a, a fan of not doing things on days when they're not supposed to be done. You don't. Okay. We're the only uh, culture. Uh, uh, we're okay, the only, okay. Wait, wait. We're the only culture that does that as well. Like you don't see people celebrating Ramadan a couple of days early. We fasting, don't see people not, celebrating not, Christmas on, a couple of days enough. early. Huh? You don't see people celebrating Christmas a couple of days early. No, exactly. Right. I've got an example for you. Go on. Your birthday's on Monday. Shit yeah. day for a birthday. Roundly yeah. accepted as a shit day for a birthday. But you want to have a birthday party. Yeah. You going to have it on Monday? No. I'm well, not. Why not? That's and your you birthday. You know I'm not. No, that's, okay, that's your birthday. But, but that's on, your birthday. Answer me, answer me this. But that's your birthday. Am I ignoring my birthday on Monday? <laughs> I, for you, I seriously fucking doubt it. <laughs> okay on your birthday you went down to london to with the family to celebrate your birthday yeah? that was your birthday treat you went out for dinners you went to the theater musicals but on your actual birthday did you sit around get some presents celebrate said did they sing for you your family Be you, honest. you know what they fucking didn't it wasn't until someone came around and sung happy birthday on that day i said well that's the first that is the first time someone sung happy birthday to me <laughs> Bearing in mind, bearing in mind last year, the kids fucking forgot. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That yeah. is so sad. <laughs> also, I put put full blame on uh, on your wife for that. Well, she'd gone to work. I mean, she'd done yeah. all she could. She'd gone to work. She'd made them write cards and wrap presents up with them. Oh, fair enough. Those The presents and cards, not, yeah. I'm not kidding, were on the breakfast bar. So they were sitting, eating their cereal with the presents and cards in between them i was opposite the opposite them at the breakfast bar doing the washing up just mm. looking at these presents and cards and kim gonna twig in a minute gonna twig in a minute it, it must have been a teacher training day or something they were off got to 11 o'clock in the morning i was like it's my birthday today and daughter started crying obviously oh my god <laughs> it's so 
<laughs> oh, my son just deadpanned me, just looked at me like, and what? And what? <laughs> sounds like a you problem. Yes, yeah, sounds like a you problem, you old cunt. Um, I, uh, but again, back, someone celebrated your birthday. You had dinner together. It was mentioned, and I, I guarantee that there was you were celebrated. Your birthday was celebrated. Right. That's not a, a, a decent comparison because I think it's a pretty decent comparison. I've had my birthday on Friday before, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I wasn't finished. I've had my birthday on a my birthday's fallen on a Friday. Yeah, I've always had my dinner and celebrated my birthday with the family, the kids, the wife on that day. I've never had a party on the actual birthday as an adult, and then the party would be on the Saturday. I wish I could fucking check this. It's so true, so true. For me, celebrating my actual birthday is important to do it with my kids and my wife. That's nice. Um, All the outrage comes in. Good God, does it matter? Yes, it was the school one. Would you rather, and here we go, would you rather the clean-up from it happen tomorrow or when the kids are at school on Monday? Question mark, question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, question mark. See, and this is the point I'm making. So this school... It's a Friday. Mm-hmm. You're asking all the staff at the school to stay after work and do this com- essentially community work. You don't, you don't get paid overtime as a teacher, as you know. No. Okay. So you're asking them to stay on the Friday to help supervise the firework display. Yeah. Is that more reasonable than saying on a Friday, have a good weekend, everyone. Oh, actually, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Sunday. You've got to come in on Sunday for the fireworks show. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's one day of the week. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Because they don't all live in the village, do they? And, and not, of course, how do they get there then? How do they get to work in a car or by the bus? It's not yeah. an issue. It's an absolute non-issue. Go to well, you, you think, on the day you think, that you've got fireworks day has landed on. That is the luck of the draw. You think these Two teachers the should week, have to come in? You think these teachers? Every five years should have to give up one day of their weekend to come in for a fireworks show. Mate, don't try and give me the violins. They're off. Easter, half terms, they get a pretty long uh, break over summer. Guaranteed. And it's paid. So don't give me none of that. Yeah, absolutely. They can come in one day every, you know, five years or whatever it was. You really absolutely. are fucking Sue Weller Braveman. Absolutely. You are Danny Doolally. Danny Doolally says, I don't really care. I don't have kids that are never satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> um, Petra Perspective comes in and she says, really? It was the school's fundraiser fireworks display. Makes a massive impact on funds for the school and community. Oh, and also... So uh, and she says, you honestly can't be complaining about that. Always more than well advertised. So also with regards to it being a fundraiser. Mm. They make a lot of money from selling booze at that. You're not going to shift that amount of booze on a on a Sunday. I think it's. So English that. You go to school and people are getting shit faced and that's how they bring in their funds. I think yeah. it's amazing. There's your. <laughs> That's what's wrong with British society. That that we normalised selling and drinking alcohol on school property to bring in money to maybe the, that's the exact reason they should be having it on the day it falls, such as a Monday. The teachers will probably dread the Guy Fawkes falling on a Friday because they're like, oh, my God, no, there's going to be out. They're going to be drinking. They're going to be drinking. Oh, my God. That's all I've got to say about that. Well, good. Um, Danny Doolally well, responds. Well, you, you obviously think it's OK to drink uh, on school premises. Well, yeah, uh, uh, I think it's perfectly fine. Like, not during the day. <laughs> What's next? Why don't we just get people selling, you know, uppers and downers there as well? Well, as long as I'd the imagine there's a little black market going on of those. 
<laughs> in the staff ring. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, so, no, you're probably right. In, in response to Petra Perspective, uh, Danny Doolally comes back. Like, it's all good that they have a fundraiser. Just wasn't expecting to hear them tonight. Um, yeah. And Pet- Petra's perspective says, well, it really is one of the biggest fundraisers of the entire year for the school and always happens on the nearest Friday to the 5th. And Danny says, oh, right. Well, as I say, I don't have kids and was just surprised to hear them. I thought maybe it was the 5th, dot, 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 dot. Oh, she's changing it. <laughs> yeah. Can't... Imagine if that's how you actually uh, worked your calendar. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's how they used to work calendar well more stars and moon rather than yeah fireworks. yeah yeah but oh, don't be obtuse now neil you know <laughs> what i mean like stars and moons yeah falling into place at a certain time is when they may harvest for example that yeah. used to be a festival that has yeah. lost tradition we used to do the harvest festival at school did you um no, I went to a multiracial, uh, multicultural inner city school, Neil. Uh, well, we did the Harvest Festival and it was the scene of one of my most embarrassing moments, which is saying something. But um, I had decided with a friend of mine in year seven, they wanted they wanted performers at the show. So I was going to do a ha- <laughs> I was going to do a Harvest rep. You know, it was oh, early 90s. God. White people were rapping everywhere. Um, I don't remember the full the full rap, but I do remember the last line. So God. be a dude and share your food. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, what kind of uh, lukewarm response did you get for that? Oh, flat as a fart. Oh, wow. <laughs> flat as a fart. That's a whole school assembly. And I'm up there, probably in my high-tech high tops. Um, I reckon I had a, a white T-shirt with a hood on and it might have said acid on the front and some blue jeans. I say I reckon I know exactly what I was wearing because it's <laughs> <laughs> burnt, burnt onto my retina. Onto my retina. Your memory. <laughs> oh, God, I'd love to have seen that. Yeah, so that was it. Anyway, this thread goes on and on. Um, about it, Danny Doolally being odd. But I like this. Carly Callender says, um, it will only be held on the 5th when it's a Friday, once in seven years. So most of the years you've been in the village, it's been on a different date. We missed the last one as it would have been locked down. And Danny Doolally says, oh, right, well, I must listen out for them and expect them early. At least people will be happy that more are on the way and won't complain. I love fireworks. She is as mad as a bag of weasels. Yeah. And then she's coming or going. The 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 post goes on and on and on and on. But then someone comes in at the end and says, um, is Kathy could be worse. Look at it another way. The noise you hear is not in capitals from a war in capitals. We have to be thankful for that. Yeah. Which is right. And I know we've used that comparison on here as well. But I would just like to say. Whenever there's a big conflict. Like there is in Israel and Gaza at the moment and Russia and Ukraine. It's like you're not allowed to have any. (laughs) Complaint like, oh, I fell off my chair and fucking broke my arm. Could be worse. It could be living in the Gaza Strip. Well, I mean, all sorts. I could, I could have fallen off and broken my neck. But it's, it's like you're not allowed to have are any. That, are you, hang on. Are you saying that falling off the chair and breaking your neck is worse than being stuck in a war zone in the Gaza Strip? It's uh, no. I'm saying it's me. worse than breaking my arm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but falling not, off the, not... falling off and breaking your neck is potentially worse than, you know, a lot of situations. Hmm. But what Carry I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is it, it's like you're not allowed to have any sense of personal grievances. And it's only for that short time that it's big, big news. You know, when it when a conflict's big, big news. But if mm. 
if in four weeks when this isn't on the news as much anymore because something else is fucking going on who twos yeah. and the tootsies are at each other or something um that's not going to make the news no that's not going to make the news and, and well, that's exactly it. no one has ever i totally agree with you on this neil because no one's ever turned around when there's not conflict within europe or close to europe yeah and ever said well, it could be worse um, you could be living in yemen <laughs> yeah no one's ever said that or could be worse you could be living in uh nigeria yeah have they yeah what uh what are they boko haram are they the uh yeah 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 could be could I mean, be in north korea terrorist attacks and all that and we we get our knickers in a twist about it there are dozens of terrorist attacks in countries that we don't talk about yeah and that's fine so, i'm not no, saying I, that I you have it, to I'm not saying you have to talk about every country and every terror attack I'm just saying, if someone's pissed off about something, you don't always have to come and say, could be worse, you could be here. Well, it could be fucking worse. Yeah. I'm not saying this is the worst thing that's happened. I'm saying this is something that's pissed me off. Yeah. The bus didn't turn up today. Well, could be worse. I know it could be worse, but but this has bothered me because I needed to get somewhere and the bus hasn't turned up. I didn't say the bus didn't turn up today, and it's the worst possible thing happening in this com- in the world at the moment. Right now. <laughs> Imagine if it was. <laughs> what would it have to be, that bus trip? How important would that bus trip have to be to you for it to be the worst thing that's happened in the world ever? Well, I, I'm saying that somehow... You're getting a bus. The, this bus somehow is right on the cusp of a mushroom cloud that is expanding from a nuclear bomb and yeah. the bus is just outrunning it and you're at the bus stop and you're thinking i'm never going to outrun that mushroom cloud but somehow this magic bus is just constantly evading it and then just mm. as it comes to your stop the driver thinks if i stop for this guy we're all dead and puts his foot down bus doesn't come mushroom cloud wipes you out that's when that would be the worst possible situation for the world for your world well we were looking for the world at large okay i can't think of an example then maybe if you're holding the antidote to a poison yeah the leader of the free world needs and they're on that bus yeah and if you don't catch that bus you can't give that antidote to the poisoned leader of the free world that happens to be a small child as well yeah Just, and and it will go out of date it's very like time sensitive yeah we're talking it, two minutes the clock is ticking in a sort of 24 fashion yeah Kiefer Sutherland is, is is down injured he's telling you to go 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 and you know why the bus hasn't turned up because there was someone on it that refused to fold their buggy up and put it in the thing. And the driver's <laughs> saying, well, until you do that, I'm not going. And everyone on the bus is like, can we get going here? That's in Sweden, yeah, you could use the bus for free if you have a buggy. Yeah. Chair, whatever, right? I've, I've been with you when we've taken surplus buggies on the bus. Yeah. But what I did was uh, I used to take the my kid on the bus to school drop yeah. them off and then want to get the bus back for free as well with the buggy but i wasn't yeah. allowed so what i did was i took a a, a doll with me <laughs> i put it in under the buggy when uh, we went to school and on the way home i put the buggy the doll into the buggy and wrapped it up as if it was sleeping brilliant. and got on brilliant and rode the bus home for free that How is about that? well well, well, I mean, I didn't do it just once. I did it all the time. It's genius. Um, it's a real fuck you to a lovely socialist policy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'll admit as well, there were occasions when the bus would stop, and there's probably maybe like room for three buses, uh, so buggies on the bus, and there was like somebody wanting to come on with a buggy. Yeah. But you're holding your ground. No, on those occasions, I whipped out. The, 
I whipped out the doll, folded the buggy up. And, and held it like looks, a baby. And took the looks just to, <laughs> to let the other person on. <laughs> so I did the right thing, but I, I looked like an absolute mentalist by doing the right thing. I love that you probably go down in folklore like that nutter that used to bring her dog on wheels to the pub. <laughs> on that occasion, I'd probably describe myself as the bloke that walks the cat. Yeah. Um, and on that note, should we wrap that up? Um, yeah. Until next week. Listeners, we, as ever, we want to hear from you. Um, get in touch at villageincrisis at gmail.com. Uh, we want to know what insanity is going on where you live. Um, hit us up on X stroke Twitter and Instagram and threads uh, all at Village in Crisis. And just let us know what madness this village in which I live cannot be the only insane village in the world. I'd be shocked if it was. Well, we know for a fact there isn't. There's other villages where people are walking cats and hiding in bushes. So we want yeah. to hear more from you. Get in touch. Tell us what's going on where you live. You know, we can give you a nice little pseudonym or we can even make you famous ish and say your say your name live on air. How about and, that? Uh, don't forget to hit me up with some recommendations for vans. Work oh, vans. yes. Small, yeah. compact work vans. And did you say you wanted a sliding door at the back, like a concertina door? No, no, I want an, an open, double open doors at the back, but one side preferably has a sliding door. Oh, OK. I don't need double sliding doors, just one sliding door. So, but that is an invitation to thieves, that sliding door. I think they're quite easy to crack open. Yeah, well, say la vie. For me when I'm empty in the van as well, though. Yeah, OK. OK, so, yeah, let us know van recommendations, please, for Swedish Lee Phillips. Yeah. Bye-bye, Lee. You have a Goodbye, good week. Bye. Bye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis. <laughs> <laughs>